Hi, it's Melissa Moore, and welcome to Mile High Magazine. Thank you for joining us on this Sunday morning. Looking forward to our conversation this morning with Michelle Graham, the Executive Director of the Urban Farm. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Melissa. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. Uh, Let's start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about the Urban Farm. What is it? The Urban Farm is a community farm and education center here in Denver. Uh, We have over 100 animals on site. We also have greenhouses, community gardens, um, as well as a riding arena, and really just a holistic way for uh, kids, youth, and family to get outside and learn about where their food comes from and really participate in agriculture. I love that. So you said you have over 100 animals. Give me some examples. That's correct. Um, At this time, we have about 35 horses, as well as some miniature ponies and donkeys. Um, We have a goat and sheep and uh, chickens, ducks, and two cows. That is incredible. What do they, how, what is the reaction of the kids? You know, because a lot of kids that have grown up in the city probably haven't seen these animals up close. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's great. I mean, even throughout the pandemic, like we are showing some of these animals over Zoom, and um, it's so great to see these kids interact with them, both in person and virtually, um, the smiles on their faces and Seeing them really learn, you know, um, a new animal, their sounds, their behaviors, that is really atypical for, as you said, an urban area and urban community. So where are you guys located that you have all these animals and you have all this space? Um, So we are actually located at 10200 Smith Road. We're off of I-70 in Havana. Um, And we are currently on Parks and Rec property. So we have a cooperative agreement as the nonprofit with Parks and Rec. Um, to maintain the land and run our programming on site, which is uh, we're on a site of 23 acres. Yeah, that is incredible to have that here in the city. Yeah, it really is. Um, We offer a lot of different opportunities for kids to get out, um, including field trips, after-school programs, year-round programming, such as our livestock clubs and riding lessons. Right now, today we have, uh, or this week rather, we have about how many? Six camps running as well as the juvenile justice program. So we have about 100 kids on site at the moment, um, busy learning and interacting. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. So do you do camps every summer then? Yes, we do. Um, We even were able to run them safely last summer as well. Um, We run uh, summer camps from ages four and up. Um, and that's all around the farm and are a, our equestrian riding camps as well. And what kind of things can the kids do at summer camp at the urban farm? They learn how to feed and collect eggs from our chickens. They work in the garden with our farmers and harvesting some produce or planting some seeds. They also learn about where wool comes from, um, and what animals produce what and how to halt their goats. So we really try and make it an interactive experience for them. How long has the urban farm been around? Because it's been several years now, right? Um, yes, we're actually, it was founded in 1993. It was actually only started as an opportunity for urban youth to engage with horses. However, it's really expanded since then. And um, we moved to the current site in 1995. And personally, I joined the organization in 2019, um, November 2019. And since then, we've really hit the ground running. I mean, um, increasing our marketing efforts and really revamping some of the our facility sites to uh, yeah better engage the public. So we are growing. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. So who's allowed to visit the urban farm? The public's welcome to visit. Um, right now our current hours are Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for the general public, um, 9 to 1. And um, 
that is a self-guided tour. We also have a new signage coming, hopefully to be up and uh, ready in September. So you can actually do a uh, self-guided educational interpretational tour, which is complete with QR codes that will connect to our website and give you um, different language trans uh, translations, as well as additional videos and information. So we're looking to expand that experience as well. And does it cost money to come and visit the urban farm? It does. Thank you. Um, we ask for a $5 admission free. Two and under is free. And we do also have family membership. And the family memberships are $100 for the year, including the whole household. And that will give you free admission as well as uh, discounts to different events we hold, uh, free member events, and um, early registration for our summer camp. Which oh, okay. To always sell out. I was wondering about that because kids and farms and animals, I would think that your summer camps are pretty popular. Oh, yeah. we It was like a Black Friday event. Um, I think we sold out by the end of February. And oh, so my we gosh. actually um, expanded our camps um, even more so this year. <laughs> that is incredible. Um, camps and extending them into August. Yes. Okay. So for the summer camps of 2022, thinking forward to next summer, uh, when do they go on sale? Usually January 1 for our members and then February 1 for the general public. Okay. Yeah. Good idea to be a member then if you want to get your kids in the summer camp. And you were talking about the the horseback riding programs. Are those year round? How does that work? They are year round. We run uh, five sessions throughout the year. Um, They're seven weeks long and we engage about 90 kids in those classes that occur um, throughout the year. And um, currently, we actually have a wait list of about 100 people. So it's definitely a high demand. And, you know, we have to limit just how often we use our horses um, mm-hmm. to make sure that they're properly cared for. And what age group is the horseback riding program open to? For summer camps, we do five and up. We have a very young rider camp. And then for our um, year-round riding, that's eight and up. Our older uh, riders, Juniors and seniors, as well as some middle schoolers, are on our IEA team. So that's our Interscholastic Equine Association team. And that gives them an opportunity to compete both here at the farm as well as at other stables. Oh, that's really neat. What kind of competitions do they do? Um, they compete in hunter-jumper and dressage. Oh, okay. Which are different riding forms and right. tradition. And I also know that at the Urban Farm, um, you have a community garden. Is that right? We do have a community garden. We have about 45 spots open to the public. Um, and it's a really great um, place for people to gather, learn how to garden. We have a master gardener on site that coordinates that year-round and is really open to answering questions and um, helping you succeed. So if somebody wants to get, do they get like their own little plot in the community garden or how does that work? Yep, that's exactly right. You are welcome to rent a plot for the season. Um, and there are different sizes and different pricing for that. And where do they find that information out? That is right on our website, and you can also purchase that for the year. Um, it's already mid-season at this point, so we're right. rocking and rolling, and those garden plots are full. But we always open that usually around the same time as our summer camp, uh, February, January, February. And um, usually, we usually give first dibs to the past year's gardeners and then open it up to the any open spot to the public. And what is your website? Our website is www.theurbanfarm.org. Okay. And tell me a little bit about last year and COVID um, and how it affected things at the Urban Farm. Sure. So um, a little bit of background. I joined the Urban Farm as the executive director only four months uh, before the pandemic hit. 
so already I was just entering, you know, a new organization, trying to learn how everything runs, what mm-hmm. needs to be improved, who's doing what. And then we were hit by a pandemic. So we quickly um, adjusted. I mean, we were fortunate that most of our programming is outside and that we could engage, you know, the youth outside safely. But we also offered online options um, and virtual options for field trips and um, Zoom to tough calls. What was the response like from the community with the adjustments that you had to make because of COVID? They were super thankful. I mean, we offered free um, field trips to all schools. And I think it was just really um, helpful for teachers and students to be able to still engage with something. It's really hard, you know, after months and months of being virtual. But, you know, animals are engaging, whether they're in person or on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were thankful that we could provide those services for free um, to both Title One as well as any school. Yeah, I love that because, yeah, you're so right. I mean, here kids are sitting in their offices or their bedrooms or whatever going to school. And how great to be able to see the animals up close. Yeah, um, the children calling along with a rooster or (laughs) batting with a goat and learning about all those things. Yeah, absolutely. And then it got them excited uh, for something to look forward to or possibly they would visit on a weekend with their family safely. Right. So it was a great um, exposure as well for the urban farm. Yeah, you definitely had to pivot there in your first four months, didn't you? That's correct. Um, And then really just adjust every day to the different guidelines. We uh, made smaller groups and also managing how we um, engaged our volunteers. We went from volunteer days to having individuals sign up for specific tasks. Because as I said, there's a hundred animals out there and they don't stop. You know, we can't close our doors. We have to keep caring for them, keep feeding them, cleaning our pens and livestock clubs, which really have about, at this point, we're about 50 kids are enrolled. Mm -hmm. Um, We clearly can't have 50 kids out on site throughout the year. So every kid had a different day and came out with their family to help care for the animals. And Really, it was a really great way to engage our community. So it was something that we learned through the pandemic that worked and that we actually are continuing. I like that. It sounds like you guys came out even stronger and learned some valuable lessons last year. I would absolutely think so. Um, we learned a lot of lessons about how to work efficiently and as a group and as a community. That's fantastic. Well, tell me a little bit about Farm Fest. What is that? And I know that's coming up. Oh, Farm Fest. Yes, we had to cancel it this year and are excited to um, offer it again um, this coming September. It will be September 18th, and it's really an open house here at the farm. Our livestock clubs um, show what they're able to do here on the farm. You get to engage with the animals. Um, You get to enter the pens, feed the chickens. Um, We'll do different demonstrations. There will be food trucks, live music. So it's a family fun and friendly event. Um, just to get outside and learn a little bit about farming. Yeah. So how did you become interested in farming and getting involved with the urban farm? Oh, well, um, I was not raised by farmers. Um, I would, my mom would probably kill a basil plant (laughs) if you (laughs) gave one to her. Um, I was originally from New York and I moved out to Colorado in 2017. Um, But while I was out in New York getting my undergraduate degree, um, I was doing research around um, urban gardens and food deserts and this type of work and seeing where gardens and community gardens can make an impact. Mm -hmm. Um, However, after all this research, I realized I really didn't know how to grow anything. (laughs) So I decided to get my boots on the ground and learn a bit about actually, you know, the work that needs to be done. And I just fell in love. Um, 
And then one summer I decided to get a job on a farm. I've been working since I was 13 in restaurants and I really just wanted a different experience. Mm-hmm. One summer before graduating and it stuck. I managed a nonprofit farm in New York for about five years or so. Um, it was a 10 acre vegetable production farm. And um, after that experience, I wanted to continue my education, um, which brought me to Denver. Yeah. Um, I got my master's degree in sustainable food systems at CU Boulder. And quickly after I got a job behind a desk working in food regulatory compliance, um, and I was bored. <laughs> I was bored. And um, I saw the job posting for the urban farm and was just ready to get back out there working with kids in the community and um, out from behind a screen. Yeah. And do you see, I mean, because it sounds like you really did kind of fall in love. City Girl falls in love with the farm and the animals and the gardening and all of that. Do you see other kids having that same reaction as you did when they come out to the urban farm? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's it's so great to see like the kids with their boots on and their their overalls and you know then they go back home to you know downtown right um you there's kids that have been our programming since they were four years old there's you know and they're still here as seniors or they're coming back as camp counselors and some go on to go get degrees in animal sciences or environmental studies and that's really um what we're trying to do here at the urban farm expose youth to options, careers, and passions that they might not otherwise have. Well, I love the mission. I love what you're doing at the Urban Farm and the fact that we have it right here in the Denver metro area. And I know you said Farm Fest is coming up again in September. What was it? September 8th? Is that what you said? September 18th, 19th. Okay, perfect. And for more information on the Urban Farm, real quick again, what is your website? And I know you can get ticket information there as well. Um, It is www theurbanfarm.org and actually uh, Farm Fest is a free event for all. Oh nice okay so free event there and tickets other times to come and visit. Michelle Graham Executive Director of the Urban Farm thanks so much for hanging out with us this morning. Thank you. Take care. I'm Melissa Moore it is Mile High Magazine. Thank you for joining us and spending this time together on this Sunday morning and for more information on the Urban Farm you can always find it at the radio station's website and you can also share this podcast on your social media. Thanks so much for hanging with us. We'll talk again next Sunday. Go out have a blessed day and remember to be kind to everyone.